Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practices. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Art Getz, who has been actually a New York Stock Exchange Fortune 500 founder, and currently Art is the CEO of Scoop Health, which some people say is like a 401k for employee health benefits, but it's also been referred to as disrupting the health insurance way, the way Uber did to taxis. And in fact, Art, I happen to know that in the last four months alone, you and your team have helped over 42 companies in attracting and retaining top talent by offering members the choice to actually pick their own preferred doctors while still saving on average 30% of their current group health insurance rates. So I tested you know, your website myself and, and I can confirm that is true. So welcome to the show, Art. Well, thank you very much, Birgit. I really do appreciate that introduction. And I appreciate the fact that you took the time to look into this, which is like, probably one of the most important things that I want to talk about today, but I'll get to that in a second. Where would you like me to start my conversation with you? Well, I appreciate the question. So one of the things that our listeners always enjoy hearing is what do you consider to be one of your keys to success? And and I want to elaborate on you first started, you were, I think, four guys in a kitchen. And then within four years, you guys rolled up, I think it's over 200 companies. That was about 4.5 billion in revenues with over 35,000 employees. That's how you ended up being on the New York Stock Exchange. And that's incredible right there. A lot of leaders could learn from you, but, but some might go, well, he's a big company guy and I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. But then to respond to that, you also had the first emergency response center in the nation. In fact, I don't know how you did this, but I know it was very controversial and you were actually forced to draft and pass the first ER licensing law in the US. And then that transformed that industry as well. And then I want to share one fun fact, which is you're an avid rock climber. And you're also the founder and owner of Texas Rock Gym, which is one of the largest indoor climbing centers in the US. So I'm going to turn it over to you now and say, okay, give us one or two tips on how did you do that? Well, you know, we started out by getting in a room and figuring out what it was we wanted to do. And we went out and bought a lot of really great companies. And we also got to look at a lot of companies that we didn't end up buying either. But one of the things that I learned in buying companies was that almost every single owner had all these things that they could have changed about their business, but for some reason they didn't. But when we looked at the company and we did our due diligence, we had a whole roadmap planned out of what things that we were going to do after we bought the business. And and we were picking up one or two times earnings in some cases, just by making changes to the business that were pretty obvious to us. And But the owner, for whatever reason, whether it was a fear of change or a fear of newness, or sometimes they even set up their processes to actually put up barriers to outside thinking. And and they would create silos inside their company where people's Mm. jobs perhaps might be dependent upon a solution particularly in place. And if you change maybe software or the way you went about doing something or switch to a different vendor, it might eliminate somebody's job. And so they were really protective of that turf. And as a business buyer, 
we didn't have, we weren't encumbered by that, those blinders, if you will. And that's what mm-hmm. made me so intrigued with your whole thing about blind spots. I got to see this firsthand. When I walked in the door as a prospective buyer, it was a big deal. I was a, It was like a big secret. They would give me a code job. I'd be the auditor or something else so that nobody mm-hmm. knew. And they told me everything. I saw everything. We put initials in the dirt in the boxes on the warehouse to know which inventory was dead and needed to be written off of working capital at closing. We were thinking way ahead of the seller. They weren't Mm. thinking like we were thinking. We were thinking about, gosh, this old tired software he's running. If we just plug in this new fancy software that we already have, it's going to save all this money, blah, blah, blah. So we saw it all the time. And one of the big blind spots that I've come to learn about, and can I take you to the emergency room for just a second? Do you mind? Sure, go ahead. I promise I won't tell any uh, non-HIPAA compliant stories, but I learned two really important things in the emergency room. The first one was that, no kidding, we were spending 35 cents of every dollar to get the dollar all on insurance related stuff. We spent more money on coding, collecting, billing, chasing, negotiating related to insurance, no pills or doctoring or any healthcare at all for that money. And the other thing I learned in the emergency room was that 85% of the patients that came in the front door of the emergency room weren't really emergencies at all. They were just there because the insurance company said it only cost $200 copay to go to the emergency room. So they were there paying me in my emergency room $200 to get basically primary care or urgent care at best. But the insurance was paying thousands of dollars for those visits. And so that's why I've moved into the space in healthcare that I've moved into, because the problem with health benefits, and this is a huge blind spot for every business owner I know, and it's because we trust our insurance brokers like we trust our doctors. Well, doctors are fee-for-service and insurance brokers are compensated to sell one thing, insurance. So if you're looking for solutions and alternatives to an insurance problem, if you keep looking at your insurance broker for different answers, you're not going to find them. And so this opposition to innovation is systemically built into health benefits. Mm. Owners are afraid to look at alternatives. And you know what they do? They wait until open enrollment to think about alternatives to insurance. So they go right along. I call it the, what do they call it? The, The industrial complex, you know, the military industrial complex, they have a prison industrial. There's a health insurance industrial complex that feeds itself. And insurance brokers make money selling insurance and insurance companies make premiums because people get sick. Everybody's making money that way. So Art, you said something very interesting. So it sounds to me like one of the keys to your success, because you've had multiple companies that you've started and sold, and now you're in the process of, again, another one, is that to innovate, to think outside the box, and how much of your success along the way was offering good health insurance to attract and keep good employees? Great question. You know, I was got to the point, especially in the rock climbing business, it's, it's not a high dollar profit kind of a business. And so offering health benefits 
assets is prohibitively expensive. And that's why we've moved into this new arena of benefits that it involves medical cost sharing, which was once a, a, a domain of the Christian community. We've moved it out into the public domain and it's wildly successful because it doesn't have the same profit incentives that health insurance has. It doesn't have that 35 cents of every dollar going to insurance related expenses. It's pure dollars in and dollars out. And it, it actually works in a nonprofit setting. And so we incorporate a medical cost sharing element into an employer's benefit strategy using this new thing called ICRA, the Individual Coverage Health Reimbursement Arrangement. It just came out in 2020. It's brand new. And mm. since then, we've enrolled 40 employer groups on this new strategy. And the coolest thing about it is, is that employers, and it's fully ACA, Affordable Care Act compliant, employers actually get to eliminate group health insurance completely. And it works like a 401k. Instead of giving the employers two choices of a PPO or an HMO plan, the employer gives each employee a financial contribution to an ICRA, an individual coverage HRA, and the employee gets to pick their own benefits. So we give them the ability to choose individual insurance through the exchange, and or we give them the ability to choose medical cost sharing as an alternative at a much, much lower price. And, and so they I, get to choose their own doctor there, and it includes right. if, you, if you want vision or even preventative. But so I, I think it's amazing what you're offering. And it's like you said, you're not just selling it, you're using it yourself in your own other companies in this one. But Art, back to how in the world did you build so many companies so successfully and sell them so well? Is it because you all were always looking on how to improve it or how to innovate? You know, I'm a big believer in the whole theory of jobs to be done. I work really hard to train my employees at the rock climbing gym to think about the customer that's walking through the front door and to try and imagine if you could look at what kind of car they're driving or maybe the clothes that they're wearing and, and wonder to yourself, what were they thinking right before they walked out the door to come to the Texas Rock Gym? That's what we need to know about our customers. What What's the true heart of the problem that we're solving for them? It's 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 a whole thing to be unpacked in every customer. And I, and I try and look at life that way is, you know, what problem am I solving? And I, I really try hard to not get in my own way when I'm looking at alternatives and solutions. And, and that's kind of why I love that what I'm doing right now. I'm helping people to step out of the box. This is way outside the box, but thank mm. goodness for things like this is one of the silver linings of the pandemic. You know, they say that the pandemic is driving this bottom-up revolution, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we I saw it in my rock climbing gym around the subject of masks because I was afraid. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of the masks because I know what I do with mine. I lay it on the table at the restaurant. I shove it in my pocket. It's on the seat of my car, on the floor, back on my face. Yes. <laughs> it's been days like that, maybe weeks. I, I'm not afraid to admit. But I, so I wanted to go maskless at the Texas Rock Gym. And my manager and a couple of my employees came to me and said, we can't do that. And I said, why? And they were like, well, because we might alienate some of our customers. And, oh, by the way, I might have to start hiring again because it's going to alienate some of our employees as well. And one of them 
is our head route setter. And our route setter, a lot, that's a really important person in a rock climbing gym. Let me let me assure you, that's my product is my routes. And yeah. so we're very proud of our routes. And so that, a, so that was your blind spot then that you didn't realize. It was a blind spot. And my employees, thank goodness, were the ones that smacked me and said, uh-uh, can't, and, and here's why. And I, I am enlightened. And I still don't like the masks, but but I can't wait to make them optional instead of mandatory. But right now, that's where we are. So, so you, yeah. So, yeah. So as we start to wrap up the show, I heard you say the silver lining is tell me yeah. more you know the silver lining in my opinion is things like virtual primary care have been pushed to the forefront and mm. we incorporate things like virtual primary care into our health care solution for employers it's beautiful when we put it all together every employee he has access to an unlimited primary care doctor at no charge all the, the clouds part and everybody starts consuming health care wisely and employees love it and so it's saving an employer 20 or 30% on this alternative to group health insurance. And we're super excited to be leading the innovation and leading the change and helping employers see this new approach to solving this health benefits problem. Because it's a big problem and it's an expensive problem. And you, But you don't wait for open enrollment to start looking for answers to insurance. It's too late. Yeah. In fact, when I had my, well, you had a Fortune 500 company, I had an Inc. 500 company, but I remember the profits every year by insurance rates increasing were really challenging for us. And it's sure a lot of business leaders face the same thing. But anyway, I appreciate what you're doing. And once again, you're disrupting an industry and you are thinking about the customer, you're innovating, and I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. And one of the things that you promised is if any of our leaders listening wanted to get a free assessment, how much money you could save their company, that they'll get you directly. And they all they need to do is go to your website and go to scoophealth.com and click on the business solutions page and you'll take care of them. So I really appreciate you being here, but also providing that offer. Right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I'll be happy to talk with anyone that wants to have an initial conversation about what this might look like for their business. I'm sure it'll be rewarding time together.